The Money Show. The Africa Business Report. Yakumaritz is the editor of How We Made It in Africa. He wrote a book by the same title. And electric battery manufacturing, and this is a bugbear for so many people, Yaku. And we've got so many of the commodities that are utilized in creating the bits and pieces that go into um, so much technology around the world. And particularly when it comes to electric batteries, we're resource rich but we send out the raw materials and other people make the big profit margins on what we bleed to produce yes bruce i as you know um so the democratic republic of congo for example has substantial reserves of cobalt which is an essential mineral to produce the batteries used in electric cars Now, instead of just exporting the raw materials, as you mentioned, there is now quite a high level initiative in the DRC to move further up the battery manufacturing value chain and to even manufacture the final product in country. Now, this initiative is backed by big names such as the uh, United Nations Economic Commission for Africa, the Africa Export Import Bank, the African Finance Corporation, Australian mining company, ABZ Minerals is also involved, as well as a German company, Bosch, reportedly. And while it is likely to take some time for this uh, initiative to become a reality, the caliber of organizations and companies officially involved uh, means it is certainly something to take seriously. And yes, like you mentioned, it is certainly a also a departure from the historical trend where many African countries only exported raw materials without adding much value locally. And personally, I also think it's quite exciting that a country like the DRC, which is not historically known for having a stellar business environment, that they could be, or in the very soon future, be a producer of such a critical component of this future industry. Absolutely, and like, uh, it can't happen soon enough. Um, there's been huge international investor sentiment. I mean, I think it's probably a record starter for the start for the year. In the first two months of this year, an astonishing amount of money has flown into African technology startups. Yes, well, well I think the, um, the, the potential for technology to leapfrog, as they say, or streamline traditional industries in Africa is not a new theme. Like you said, there um, certainly seems to be unprecedented investor interest in Africa's technology sector, especially from international venture capital investors. For example, just a few weeks ago, Flutterwave, which is a payments platform that was originally founded in Nigeria, they raised an additional 250 million US dollars in funding, which valued the company at over 3 billion US dollars. And that is a lot of money for like a Nigerian startup that only has been in operation like for a few years. And Flutterwave is not the only example, like from a Kenyan company that uh, digitally connects small informal shops to uh, large multinational consumer goods manufacturers, to a digital healthcare startup in Nigeria. 
One is just so seeing so many of these African tech-enabled startups raising substantially bigger check sizes um, than what's the case even a year ago. And I'm not sure if you remember, but about a decade ago, there was all this talk about Africa rising, and uh, <laughs> there was this yes. there was this urgency from international investors and South African investors, many of them <laughs> who have since left countries like Nigeria, but anyway, to to get involved in Africa, and that has somewhat receded, I think, in the last few years, but. The other day I tweeted that it currently feels like Africa Rising 2.0 with the focus on technology this time around. And yeah, many people are questioning um, whether all this investment going into these tech companies is justified and whether there's a bubble maybe. And I think that remains to be seen, but this is certainly a trend to take note of. Ah, it's very exciting. Um, could we become, and again, we're not looking to uh, you know, um, take advantage of the misery of people in Ukraine, but uh, we do have oil and gas reserves. We do have mechanisms to supply at least some of that globally. Can we fill some of the gap that will be left as Ukraine battles the Russians? I think it's a, a possibility that Africa's oil and gas producers could potentially play a bigger role as, like you said, countries become less reliant on Russia's uh, oil and gas reserves due to the Ukraine crisis. Many countries in Africa obviously have big oil and gas reserves. And while it is certainly not the trend these days to invest in new oil and gas projects, it is clear that the world still needs fossil fuels, whether you like it or not. So one could see new projects in Africa coming on stream and or existing African oil and gas producing countries becoming more important players on the global stage, which could potentially also have downstream economic impacts. But I think one would have to wait and see how this Ukraine crisis plays out. Yaku Maritz, thank you very much indeed. The editor of How We Made It in Africa this evening on The Money Show.